0: Hello and welcome to another show of Empty Pocket Podcasts where we are chatting to a band called In The Space Between. The band themselves could be described as a mixture of alt-rock and folk sensibilities. The guys have a lot to say and some great music to back it up. So let's have a quick chat and then maybe we'll listen to a track. Uh, I know, thanks a million guys uh, for, for joining me. Uh, I have two of the guys from In The Space Between. and um, We have Wayne and we have uh, Sam. So um, who else is in the band, lads, who, who didn't bother to show up? <laughs>
1: oh. um, there's Dean, Dean Lane on bass, the legend himself, and then uh, Dan Shanahan on other vocals. Cool. We have cool. two vocalists as we're entitled.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> um, oh, we have a, we, well, the drummer that recorded the album is like, we don't really have a drummer at the moment. Mm-hmm. The gentleman who recorded the album kind of moved to Italy straight away after we were finished recording.
2: So oh, wow. that okay,
1: was, that was my brother. Um he's back in Italy right now, actually. So
0: Okay. Shout okay. out, shout out to the boy. Yeah, we'll, we'll send we'll send him the link afterwards. Absolutely. Yeah. So that that's Cliff, is it? Yeah, Clifton, yeah. Okay, okay, right. So Clifton, this this is a shout out for you, definitely. Cool. Um yeah because the drums are cool on on the tracks i heard anyway uh okay well i'll kick off with a nice easy one where did the name come from
3: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god this (laughs) is a long story (laughs) that's all right no problem there was was so
1: much hassle in finding a band name like we were fighting we're all in whatsapp groups like three o'clock in the morning just fighting with each other someone would like suggest a name and like I think one the guy suggested the Hill of Allen or something ridiculous. Can't <laughs> any name. That's how bad it got. Like we we almost like um, lost track of ourselves, and we just started convincing ourselves that name sounded good. Yeah, like the Hill of yeah. Allen.
3: <laughs> Down the rabbit hole. It would be like somebody would suggest something like that, Hill of Allen, and then you'd start getting slagged in the group. I'd be back and forth and like anything Wayne suggested it get slagged and he'd like make an album cover with the band name on it was something ridiculous and it just was like a complete back and forth <laughs> and eventually what we did was I think I think you suggested the name Wayne in the space between yeah, and, it, and it divided us in half it was like I think yeah. me and Dan straight away were like what about like the space between Let's just drop the in
2: yeah.
3: and then Wayne and Dean were like standing firm. So yeah, <laughs> at this point in time, we were like really into playing pool. It was like a real like band it thing. time. We'd-
1: it was our thing at the time. We were just obsessed with playing pool. Like we'd go to band practice and we'd be like, actually, oh, we leave early, and have a few games of pool, and it became our main focus in the band. It was, I guess, because Dean just joined and um, he was big in the pool, and I guess we were just just hanging out each other, just being good friends, and it, it just kind of, just kind of everyone kind of getting to know each other because I don't think Dan knew Dean okay uh, so i think the first time dan ever met dean was we were playing pool so anyways we brought pool into it
0: but uh you can so band practice it. became an excuse to play pool
3: it actually did <laughs> pretty <laughs> much yeah pretty much like exactly we'd go,
1: we'd, we'd go practice for an hour and then play pool for like three hours <laughs> and, and <laughs> the, pool, the pool hall would like became so accustomed to our business that would they would they would stay open like two hours after their closing time like they're supposed to close at like 11
3: but they'd be closing at like one o'clock or half one and we'd just be in there for the for the name then we we put it down to, to uh well the three games a pool three basically games. best of three um and it was the, the two lads against me me and dan and first game i think there was like a you got you guys won the first game and they're like second game against the back, and then you cleared oh. the table there was one it was like basically like they they uh i think you were Dean started but you took your first like me. broke Potted and then just kept potting, part potting part and, part and We didn't get a shot in the game. Like yeah. part the, that was it, whole table gone. We were like, right, <laughs> that's, that's it then oh, I guess if
2: actually, ever yeah, there was I sign like,
1: So it was a swerve shot round, it was like, oh my god, this is fake. Like it just has
3: to be. It was like
1: I don't know, it was the first name that I I think I had said that was kind of received well by everyone. It was yeah. the first name that we all kind of like, that's actually all right. All right, that's okay. We kind of visualize it. I think Dan was doing some mock-ups then um as well just on the spot because he's just kind of like mock up vinyl covers with the name on it so yeah it kind of it kind of looks cool visually it's kind of like appealing to the eye and um, it doesn't sound too common yeah the pool game kind of sorted that
0: and that was for to keep the in in just yeah, to be keep clear the in
1: <laughs> in. <But that's laughs> yeah, like. yeah and like it's just like
0: no no i think i think it sums up the. it actually works really well with the music so it's a yeah. good choice, good choice, yeah. Apart from the fact that there's a movie which screws up the Googles a bit when you're trying to find you guys, but yeah, that, we, we get there, yeah. we get there. It's all good. Yeah. Anything um,
3: was an improvement, to be honest, because we had we had a name before it that was like, I didn't, now to be fair, like the band started probably like eight, nine years ago initially as, yeah. as something completely different and had a different name. And then um, as time passed, it just became hundreds and hundreds of that band name. All different genres. There was like businesses, everything like so. It was just impossible to find us in in the noise. So that was the main kind of motivation for changing it, as well as a kind of a change in direction as well to to kind of suit what we were doing. But yeah, but it was just impossible to find us in that. So anything was really an improvement on that at that point. I was like, you know, one movie. I think I think that was that. That'll be fine. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. uh, Yeah, and and a good movie. So that's that's not a bad thing. (laughs) I I went. I actually I actually looked up your previous band as well and. yeah, I, I got some death metal group at one stage, so I was like, No, I think I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. the I'll keep that going. Was
1: <laughs> that was the problem because we were getting tagged in like festivals posts like great performance from Wayfarer at this like metal festival in Finland. Yeah. And we're like I think I think a lot of people are coming liking our page, thinking we were this metal band. <laughs> but no.
3: And uh where where are you all are you guys from? From oh, bands from Newbridge, I guess, if it were to be from one place would be from Newbridge okay, um, okay the lads are all in Newbridge I'm up in Dublin at the moment but yeah I kind of uh, like parents and family and everything are in Rathangan, so yeah it would have been kind of around that area I, I you know, went the opposite of, way my, par- my parents are from Newbridge and I live in Rathangan
0: now. <laughs> oh now <yeah. laughs> so I, I did I did the opposite swap like so yeah and,
1: I, <laughs> I think we all some way or another kind of came in contact with each other without without actually being in the same band True playing gigs in Newbridge, like through the art centre and just in general. Like I I had played gigs on the same night as Sam's old funk band and Dan's old band as well, like before we were ever like friends, you know what I mean? So these things kind of happen in small towns where musicians kind of finally start to recognise each other, and go, shit, that guy's good, that guy's good, okay. Like I, we could do something special with this, this kind of like way of thinking about music and stuff like that. So coming together... It was probably inevitable at some point because then when Dan ja- joined Sam, I was like, I kind of got to know Sam then. And I was kind of aware how good they were. And I kind of, I, I was kind of interested in, in playing with them. And then it kind of just came into fruition. And yeah, if not for Newbridge.
3: How
0: long has uh, the current lineup been together?
3: I'd say it's been, what, three years now, maybe? Possibly about, about that. So, like, with, uh, with Wayne, even- Dan, and I were not with dean would it have been just for the album so i would have been what 2018 end of 2018 yeah two years. yeah so maybe two years with him but before that then we were playing for a good year i reckon so so when wayne got involved it would have been me dan and wayne and, and we had a, a bassist uh for the first little while as well um that we were kind of just playing as a four-piece like and it was mostly acoustic mostly just acoustic kind of based. still it was kind of I suppose, in transition from from what it was to, like, obviously Dan and I were just an acoustic kind of duo coming into, like, a new kind of thing. Um, and then uh, when Dean got involved, we had kind of written most of the album and we're we're kind of kind of finalizing all of the songs and trying to get recording together and stuff like that. So, and then Clifton got involved at that point as well. So the, the final five came together, I'd say, in about a month <laughs> just before we went into the studio. Wow. Um, okay. Some hectic, Perfect. like, eight-hour rehearsals and, yeah yeah though.
0: You, you wouldn't know you wouldn't know it's very tight it's cool so now that we know a bit more about the band let's take some music this is the band's debut track it's called cool night air and is a fantastic blend of melodies and harmonies and some complex sounds so this could show exactly what these guys can do listen and enjoy What a fantastic debut single that was called Cool Night Air. And now that we've heard the band, we also know a bit about them. Let's find out how hard it was to actually record that fantastic song. Uh, let's dig into a bit about the guys in the studio and the process behind it.
1: We wanted Clifton to play with us, but he just kept saying no, no, no. Like he was ha- he was having a baby with his girlfriend. So he was like, no, no time, no time. We've got to work, got to do this. And then um, he kind of heard some bits of the songs and he was like, damn they're so good like I remember we were doing a gig in brew house and he was just sitting at the front staring romantically at us just like <laughs> and it was like okay we have to like I I think we can kind of persuade him to come play drums with us yeah even though he knew he was moving to Italy we had kind of convinced him to come he really did us a favor actually he came and like mm. I had kind of worked with him a bit on my own first and then kind of we all kind of played together but we genuinely got like Drums like the songs have never known any sort of drums, so we genuinely got uh, drums to the songs in like probably like three or four practices, and then we kind yeah. of rehearsed everything for a bit just for like I think it was like a week, the final week of Christmas and New Year's. We were kind of doing like late night practices and stuff because we were due to go into the studio on like the second or fifth, was it Sam? or
3: Something like that, real early January, but it was like I remember Christmas Eve, even 24th, we were. Yeah. out in the out in the Newbridge Golf Club um uh, clubhouse it was setting up uh, it's a cold place as well no radiators or anything you go in <laughs> eight nine hours straight of rehearsing just to try and get tight enough for for the studio like it was some real intense practice and, and I think as well Clifton even just like so a massive massive shout out to Clifton because I remember even when we were recording like he'd come in he'd be working in Woody's Come in in the uniform into the studio at nine o'clock in the morning. He'd be there till one recording drums, and then I go drop him to, to do a shift for eight hours in Woody's. You know, so he was, you know, then going long home days, to the day, long well. days. So yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, yeah, hard work.
0: Uh, where did you record it? Uh,
3: we recorded it with Hallie um, Ronan O'Halloran. So he's got a, a studio called Our House Studio. Originally, we were going to go in and just record an EP. They proposed that we come in and have a chat,
1: and uh, we we took up on his offer and. Yeah.
0: You weren't disappointed. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, like it was it was hard. Like some of it was genuinely hard because like we only had the songs probably finished a whole two weeks a week whatever before we were going in. So it was hard to kind of really like get them together cuz like some of it was like tracked to a click and then a lot of it was just tracked live and some mm-hmm. of it was tracked with just all of us in the same room. So a lot of it was just trying to capture chemistry and stuff like that so it was like our second single was tracked fully live like everyone in the same room it came out amazing like I was really happy with how it came out but it was just a lot of capturing the performance and that can be kind of draining sometimes
0: especially yeah, yeah,
1: like absolutely. in the morning walking straight away in the morning go, alright boys let's play together it's like oh, it fuck,
0: takes a while just... to warm up yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. yeah. no that's cool that's great um, so how long were you in there for uh years seems like <laughs> years like years like
3: years, uh, like years. Um, um i think we well, did an well, initial what two to three week like straight stint more or less in in january uh, through the february 15, and then 15 days wow in january. yeah okay.
2: that's it's serious and then time it was the like studio.
3: yeah but it, but then we were coming back from so I think the two, two, what was it, 15 days or whatever it was, was, was kind of planned for EP recording and getting everything done. Yeah, just and me. then I think, yeah, and then I think when we, we spoke to to how he was kind of saying, like, have you got the material for an album? And we said, kind of more or less, you know, the songs aren't all finished, but, you know, we have a good, good bit there. And he was like, if you've got the material, just do it. You know, why not? So we eventually wound up doing it. But I suppose the 15 days got used up just tracking everything instead of kind of doing all the stuff you would have done in terms of, like, you know, maybe going and doing like a bit of production and all that kind of stuff, and you know, spending more time on certain things. It was all very much like just going home into get them done. Out, you know. Yeah. Um So then we were coming back. Then for the rest of the not like obviously like every weekend, but for the next four or five months, we were in some weekends, some kind of late nights, whatever we could kind of fit it in, you know, and, and and getting it done. So it was it was a long slog now and then and then doing revisions of mixes and all that kind of stuff as well, doing some production. Was was, uh, yeah. And, then, and as well, just the other thing, as well, about being, you know, doing an album, other than kind of struggles of like, I think music and, and mental struggles as well is is, uh, is the money as well. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. You, know like you quickly find yourself spending a lot of money. So so it was trying to find, you know,
2: time. Like new band members that out. are rich.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, That's a lot of factors, factors yeah. you know.
1: As well, we were kind of finding ourselves like running out of money because I don't know we're all very precious um about the songs and we all kind of had visions sometimes it'd melt together and we kind of knew but some days we kind of be struggling on a track there it's not quite there like and like will we leave it no we can't leave it we've kind of come too far as such a lot of it like in between um recording we'd be doing like the odd gig and stuff like that just doing gigs like pub gigs cover gigs just to kind of like fund some of it and stuff like that so like they, they were actually quite enjoyable like we've actually had some really banging gigs and they were just great fun but um our focus genuinely was like we. I don't think we played original gigs at all while like while we were doing the whole recording process. Apart from actually one, which one in the studio we applied um, for? What was that? Was that like um, Whelan's one to watch? You know, one Whelan's one to, watch, one to yeah. watch. Yeah. So they gave us a headline slot on the last day of that without even like hearing us, like just hearing like little live snippets. But so we did that like kind of in the middle of recording, and I think that was our first gig as well
0: um i loved the um i loved the videos you sent on um yeah they're they're really really cool and it shows to me that you really think more than just about the music you also have a strong visual artistic element to, to the band in general because um both videos were were extremely uh, interesting um i mean the 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 second one you sent on sam i love so easy that's the latest single is it that's the latest thing we'll, we'll give it a quick plug love so easy great great track uh where did the idea for that come from
1: the video or the song uh, both uh song it was just like a little kind of melody thing that i kind of had and then i kind of wanted to do it with the band and like yeah everyone kind of agreed we kind of talked about it kind of being like because the album when we were kind of writing it some songs had certain vibe and some were kind of almost like reminiscent of like old Wayfair. So they were still kind of folky and like these kind of songs we saw, we thought we could use as like segues to the album and stuff. So it's like this song itself is almost like pulling you out of the album and just kind of like making you sit in your own head. So it's it's quite simple. um, Like lyrically, it's just
0: kind of like, like almost like a mantra, like if love's so easy, why can't we? I loved, I loved the simplicity of it. And in fact, I, I it was the thing that struck me because the, the other song that I, the other video obviously isn't that, that simple. Um, But it was, it because it was so simple, I actually played it like three or four times in a row. It just, yeah. it just, it, 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 like it, the mantra is a great way to describe it because, um, and I've heard a couple of songs um, similar to, not, not similar to the song, but a similar idea where you get this, this lovely melody that just, carries the whole song. you don't need anything else and, and yeah. um it was it was it was great but where where'd the idea from the video come from that was all dan
1: do we just dan, yeah. dan is a, an artist himself so um he's up in ncad i think he's in his final year he's just creative in general like he i think he's he's always like he's an amazing artist big into art big into cinema filming so he just I think he just went looking for, like, cool footage. He kind of got the idea and uh, concept himself and just went looking for, like, old footage of stuff that he could mess with. And then yeah, when, he kind Grant, of, yeah. when he had the video kind of almost done, he kind of, like, shown us bits of it. And we were like, that's amazing, because he literally had to sit there and kind of sync it up.
0: For those who haven't seen it, go on. Give us, give us a breakdown there, Wayne, quickly. Of what yeah, it it's like, it. It's,
1: it's like um, it was a puppet show from the 90s. And I think that exact episode was, like, an anti-drug episode. So it was kind of like, or was it a was drug or was a love or I can't remember exactly?
3: It was like a, a don't do drug infomercial, I think yeah. is what it was. Yeah, yeah. By, a, by a Swedish uh, puppeteer named was Jonathan Gaffner. Swedish? I thought he was, was Swedish. Swedish. I'm pretty sure he was Swedish. I hope I I'm right now, but I'm pretty sure he was Swedish. He,
0: he was off the wall anyway. Uh, I actually yeah. thought it was, I thought it was 70s when I saw it. I was like,
1: okay, yeah, or, that, or, or,
0: or early 80s. I was thinking, that, that I think Dan was, Dan
1: was applying filters and stuff and kind of trying to make it look like old VHS and stuff like that. So, to kind of like just to kind of suit the aesthetic, because even this, because the song was tracked live and, and on yeah. like a lot of vintage gear as well, like that, it had like a real old sound to it. So, we kind yeah, of wanted yeah. the video to kind of like fit into that. Um, but he, yeah, he synced it all up, he edited it. Um, like, it probably took him so long just to get like one sentence, you know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. tried at it till he got like the whole song and. Yeah I I loved it from the moment he showed us like a 13 second clip on WhatsApp I was like that's unreal
0: Yeah no it's uh, unbelievable unbelievable um I re- really enjoyed that song um and uh, what's what's the reaction been like um outside of obviously friends and family like is has it, are you pushing it hard or has 2020 caught you totally in a vice grip at the moment because everything gone has gone a bit um, up the wazoo to put it mildly like got us in a full nelson yeah yeah <laughs> we're we're being counted out as we speak like yeah
1: um, yeah
0: it's it's weird because
1: we were so we were hell-bent on like pushing this and we were looking at PRs we're looking at the stuff and uh, we had PR for the first track so like that got some radio play and stuff like that the second track we just put out ourselves and kind of like sponsored the video but um reaction wise very positive on the second single, from people that we didn't know, people were just kind of like randomers, just coming up, just like, "Oh, that was amazing!" Like I could just be walking beside someone, and they like randomly, like in like I like in the skate park or something like that, and some kid just be singing the track, and it was like, it felt it felt good. This like yeah, I, didn't even, nice. I didn't even nice, yeah, Absolutely. So it was kind of cool. Um, I think the first one caught a lot of people off guard. I think it was probably a little too
0: complex. Um,
1: as I like loved the this. first.
0: Uh, i i i think the opposite i i think you probably did it in the right direction um as in go go in go in with both feet and then then just take a step back and say look this is what we can do but hey we can also do this it's always interesting to find out more about what goes on in the studio and how difficult it really is to produce great tracks so we've heard one of them let's move on to the guy's second single this one is called if love so easy Uh, we spoke briefly previously about the actual video behind this go check it out on youtube it's really really fun and a very clever video indeed this is if love so easy a great track and believe me it gets catchier and catchier every time i hear it that is called if love so easy and uh, we're on to part three now of the interview with the guys where we discuss amongst other things pr promotion their favorite gigs and of course the quickfire round it's very interesting the way um the promotion has gone for you guys what i can see like the traditional route is is um Well, more traditional route, I guess, is like that: set up a website and a mailing list and all that kind of stuff. And you guys have kind of shied away from that almost, and said, "Well, we'll go down Instagram, YouTube, a small bit of Facebook, maybe, um, and and just throw the stuff out there." And you know, like Linktree, I I, I thought that was quite clever. You know, here's all our stuff, but if you want to find out about us, you have to go and have a look. (laughs) you know so um that's cool yeah i think that
1: was all me carl we didn't have the money to like after like paying that much money for the album we kind of need time to like recuperate our funds and it's just
0: okay
2: so it wasn't
1: a conscious decision then it was just no we had p.r we had p.r for the first single as well like we we had p.r it's just it's just the way it went and then our second single I don't know, like, I think lockdown was looming again and it was just, like, everyone, I don't know. It's just hard hard to get someone to even pick up on that track or even, yeah. we just we just put it out. We eagerly just kind of, just put it out just to kind of, like, fill a gap because we, all our other tracks and stuff are, like, that's kind of, like, more our style. And mm-hmm. um, so we kind of, like, we have a lot of faith in those and we want to push those a lot. So we just, that's why we're kind of holding off at the moment. Um, yeah yeah, i I
0: understand
2: so it's like don't forget
0: about us here here's here's another teaser track kind of thing i saw your review in um in that uk magazine uh was it fort
3: was it fortitude or fortitude magazine yeah 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 yeah,
0: they gave you very well
3: known, very (laughs) big
0: well no they gave you a stunning review though it was it was really nice like i mean yeah you must have been happy with that um and and it sounded like they actually listened to it you know, it wasn't just a boilerplate review, your man seemed to get it, it, it. which 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 was nice. Like um how would you describe your music? Dun, 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 the killer question That's that everybody a hard hates. One. <laughs> oh, look. Um E even, even when hard. I'm playing myself and I write a I write a bit of music and, and someone would say to me, What do you what what do you sound like and I just want to punch them. You mean so, you mean like
3: <laughs> you mean genre wise or No, I I think like I think what we I think the thing about the album is is, is it's genre wise. It could probably qualify as a few things like Wayne was saying. It it does kind of take parts of what the band used to be and and bring that in. And then some of the songs are a lot more kind of in your face and kind of rocky. And some of them have lots of different vibes. And I think what we try to do is just try and write music that we found interesting that we wanted to listen to. You know, that was the main kind of goal for us was to, to kind of do, do what we wanted to do. And then, you know, and see how it fits together afterwards, which, um, which was, was, I suppose the main approach And the other thing we always kind of talk about is like trying to have people in the band who, who are, you know, writing parts that serve the song, you know, that, that can always be a hard thing with, with, you know, even like trying drummers out after Clifton moved to Italy and, and other things, you know, it was, you know, yeah. trying to find people who kind of understood what we were trying to do and then kind of played to the song, you know, that's, that's, that was always the other thing. I think we, we kept in mind. I don't know what you think, Wayne, of on that. I'm sure you have a, a hundred um,
2: opinion.
3: See,
1: coming from like old Wayfair, we always tried to respect the, the folk sensibilities between the two vocals, the harmonies. So a lot of the tracks are kind of built up around the vocals. <laughs> so I don't know. It's kind of has like a to me it has like a post rock vibe with folk sensibilities. So the music can sometimes like fully take over, like real cinematic, ethereal. And then like the vocals are always just kind of like nice harmonies, just kind of like everything kind of cascading surrounding each other, complementing each other. so something else can take the
0: spotlight.: Gigging. How's it going? Obviously nothing happening at the moment, fair enough. Uh, but what's been your favorite gig so far as in this lineup? Um, workman's for me. Hmm. Oh wow. Well, okay,
1: cool. We had played that in July 2019. Uh, it's our second last gig. We think we've done three gigs as the original five-piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one was Wheelands. After that was a workman's gig uh, for a lovely guy named Dave up in Dublin, who uh, runs uh, this kind of gig community. Um, very nice guy offered us like a headline slot, um, but just as soon as we hit the very first note, like I think we just had we were just on the ball. We had everyone engaged this song that we have called the burial um starts off and it's just quite powerful i think people were expecting kind of like folk and stuff because he was sharing like some folk links during the week coming up to the gig and as soon as we started people knew that they were in for something completely different and it was just like it was like a roller coaster and it just kept getting more intense and more intense as
0: the gig went on So that one no. i think was our best gig personally nice nice two two lovely gigs whelan's and Worklands. nice they were
3: pretty nice and then our, our last our other gig our last gig was Wheelands as well wasn't it it was yeah it was, it was uh october right it was just i think it was just a support in a band or something wasn't it or yeah
0: yeah um i i was like i was saying i was listening to the, the two tracks they're the only ones i've heard so far um but uh re- really impressed and a couple of the i i the influences i heard in it were well just just for my years like the probably just kind of came across where stuff like there's definitely some Fleet Foxes in there I could definitely hear some Fleet Foxes harmonies that kind of uh, good honest tight really tight harmony was lovely um, stop me if if you think I'm off the off the charts here um, um, the, instrumentally I, it sounded a bit like Seager Ross in parts it was really nice um, you know there was love Seager Ross yeah there, there was the, the big drums and the kind of orchestral feel it was it was it was it was nice um and then there was, there was parts of it that I, I this could be, you might <laughs> shut down the zoom after I say, but parts that are reminded me actually of Josh Ritter in parts. It was like,
1: I actually, I actually love Josh Ritter. I was actually just, I, I teach music and I was like, just doing a Josh Ritter song with a student right before I got here, actually. Okay. okay. I got Girl in the War
0: by Josh Ritter. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's a great tune.
1: Um, I can, I can kind of hear it. I don't think, I don't know if anyone had Segar Ross in mind, well we definitely
0: were well, you can't go wrong though with no, putting a bit to. of seagross in. I, I
3: love Seagaros. I, yeah. I absolutely yeah. love Seagross. I went I remember seeing them live a couple of years ago, my sister and they were incredible. Um yeah loves I love their music. And so yeah, no, it's nice to hear that. But I I don't again I don't think any of us came in thinking like let's No, I, I let's, I'm yeah, not saying I'm that, not saying but, that yeah,
0: yeah. You, you brought that to the table. I'm saying um, that's from my ears part of what's leaked out from your collective your collective yeah. influences um which is great like because you've made it your own and it's, it is your it is your music your sound i think but, uh, people people need labels to latch onto unfortunately oh, they're sure. going to yeah, yeah they're going sure. to they're going to say and it's better that they say that than you know oh, it sounds like Miley Cyrus's new single or something. Actually, that's not bad.
1: Uh,
2: something bad. else, yeah, not yeah, fun. that's yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Um, um, no, that that would be okay as well. Um, yeah, okay. I, I, I don't know. you
1: you're, you're right. I, I think it was, I think it was Bob Dylan who, who was saying something like that. Everything already, everything that can be done already exists.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Um, so, what's next for um, uh, in the space between?
1: Jesus, we're all like I, I think we're just kind of sitting tight at the moment like we need to invest in PR um for because we have videos ready to go that's the thing okay. We have. okay we have things ready to go we have plans it's just like when hiring PR for now they kind of come with this package of like you pay like a certain amount of money for and they get you like six gigs and do promotion for like this single that single but like we can't gig right now so it seems yeah. like investing that kind of money we don't even pick know the really.
0: right time when to pull the yeah, trigger kind like
1: of that, that's the thing at the same time, we're all kind of like, it's hard, you know. We've just we've just made an album
0: and we're not releasing it. It's depressing. Like yeah. we like something something we, you're proud of. You want to you want to launch on the public and
1: yeah. As musicians, our egos need this. Like we genuinely need praise from people. We're we're, we're sitting <laughs> patting
0: each other on the backs.
1: Yeah, we're we're what was going on. Them vocals are class. That's steady. That's amazing. We're just patting each other on the backs. We need everyone to collectively pat us on the backs just to get
0: through this. <laughs> oh, man so yeah yeah, look when you when you get something special and you recorded something you really like you honestly do not know how many times you're going to do that you you can think that okay the next one's going to be even better but and the next one after that's going to be even better sometimes it's not though so if you have something that's really special and you believe it's really special and i can hear the passion in your voice which is great i'm um, getting thrilled. (laughs) yeah i know that's cool that's cool um keep it keep it then then you, in order to do it justice, you have to pick the right time because otherwise you're not going to get that same momentum. You're not going to get that same uh, drive. You're not going to have the same energy and passion behind it the second time around. So you want to make sure that when you push it out there the first time that it is the best time. You're you're giving it the best possible shot so that it takes orbit. Like, you know, otherwise... I I think what you said
1: there, like, kind of resonates with us because we were genuinely trying to build momentum. Like we put out the first single, second single, we were going to like drop a single like every month or six weeks and then put out the album. And now we've already kind of like put out two, two singles. And now we just kind of, there's nothing really we can do. We can't just keep putting them out like that because it feels like.
0: You can't have too many false starts. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this might break up the band quick fire round and then we'll finish up. So first one, Apple or Android? Oh, that's a,
3: that's a big question. I don't know if I can quick fire that one because I kinda I'm, I'm
1: on a MacBook right now with a shit I
3: I think I, I lean more towards Android because you can you kinda of, the reins are off a bit more. But but I but I like I like well I mean I I mean there's there's multiple reasons why you wouldn't want to go with either in terms of whatever data and all that kind of stuff, but but Android, you kind of, you can, you know, you have a file manager, you can do all that stuff. Apple is kind of nice and polished and you can't really do any wrong. So it depends what you want to do. I would say that's Android true. though.
0: Okay. Okay. Cool. How many hours sleep do you need per night? At least six. Wow. That's, that's not much. <laughs> that's, Fair that's, play. That's, that's the bare I <laughs> need
1: more than that. I'll be psychologically okay knowing I had six. If I had anything less than six, I would just go, geez, I'm tired. Yes, I'm tired. But if I get okay. six, I, just, I won't whinge about it. I'll be like, okay, I got six.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um what was your favorite cartoon as a kid?
3: Uh do you wanna take this
0: one, Sam? Secret Life of Pets? Trying... <laughs> Secret Life of
3: Pets. No, um I don't know. I, I'm trying to think a cartoon, like when I was a kid, Postman Pat was my buzz, but like that's not a cartoon, obviously. but uh as if we if we go it probably is now. They reanimated everything, like they ruined everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I, I liked Johnny Bravo as well after. Oh, okay, a good shout. Johnny episode, Bravo, so. we'll go with that. Johnny Bravo.
0: Yeah, That's Johnny is a good <laughs> shout. <laughs> Would you rather be friends with Beyonce or Rihanna?
3: I
1: hate those. genuinely hate those. but if I had to choose Rihanna because I cannot stand Beyonce's
0: voice, her shrill shrieking goes through my
2: uh-uh,
0: head. <laughs> okay. okay, the next one. Would you be, rather be able to speak to animals or speak all languages of the world? all languages would be handier. But um, can I take all
1: languages and Sam take all animals? That way we can kind of like team up and just kind of like do some damage.
0: <laughs> Conquer the world. I like it. Yeah, okay.
1: Find where uh, fungi
0: is.
1: We find out where fir- fungi is. Look,
0: it's, it's, yeah. they, they, they both they both have their potentials. Um, the last album uh, or single you listened to? Uh,
1: me, it's been the new Deathtones album because it just came out and I just... Yeah, I'm a Deftones fan, so I've just been kind of banging away on that, and I actually like it. It's kind of I think bands that release new albums, it's hard to even give them a choice because there's so much music out there now. Like everyone's always releasing something, but like especially if a band that I kind of grew up on release something, I usually give it a good listen. Even though like I'm a massive Tool fan, and I never listen to the new Tool album, I can't bring myself to do it. But the the new Deftones album is too.
0: I yeah. like it. No, no one has brought them up before. And opiate, uh OPA, oh, man, opiate was my uh, that's yeah, a serious that, album. That, yeah. that, that was my serious. Uh, getting ready for a night out, music. It was great gear. Like, yeah, you like
1: uh, is is Hush on that album?
0: Yes.
3: Yeah, a live has, version,
0: I think. Yeah, live.
3: Yeah, version. that has the best scream. Um, my last album I listened to was Herbie Hancock, River, the Joni Letters. So that was my last. That was a recommendation from my dad. Shout out to my dad
2: um <laughs> so, yeah.
3: okay yeah that was we, the last one i listened to we've had weirder don't worry that, that,
0: that's cool <laughs> yeah yeah no no that's a uh, you can't uh, can't argue with um with recommendations from from dads vinyl or
3: spotify as in like ideally or which do which do we practically use which do you prefer i prefer vinyl um my brother is big into vinyl he is a really nice kind of set up and, and lots of good records he collects records and i'm this big into like trying to find first presses of things and all that kind of stuff nice. so i like and i like ideally i would like to say that we'll we'll do some vinyl presses of, of our album when the time comes as well because it seems to as well like i guess how things are going less people are nobody's buying really cds and stuff anymore it's more kind of vinyls and having that thing so I, I would say vinyls i like spotify has this place as well despite all the controversy but um the, your favorite board game growing up? Snakes and ladders. Snakes
0: classic, and ladders. a classic. Yeah, yeah, huh? yeah, I, yeah, I like it. A classic. Um, Taylor Swift is blank. Fill in the blank.
1: Oh, long. She's long. She's long. <laughs> long.
0: I like it. We've never had long. That's brilliant. I love it. I love it. <laughs> the very first live
3: gig you went to? Lincoln Park supported oh. by Queen of the Stone Age <laughs> oh
1: was, man that's crazy because my first gig was Metallica supported by Linkin Park that's some nice choices yeah
0: I mean, that is some um, nice choices um, I wouldn't mind actually... going to any of those gigs right now <laughs> yeah definitely any gig still so that's good no that's good luck like, you know that's it guys that's it um, thanks very much appreciate the time I'll um, okay, I have I've
1: one question for you go on go peanut butter crunchy or smooth
0: I'm afraid we're going to have to wait for another day for my peanut butter preferences. That's all we have time for, unfortunately, on this show. Uh, Very much big thanks and shout out to uh, Wayne and Sam for the fantastic interview. As always, you can catch us on EPP at K2Sounds.com. You can catch us on Instagram at Pockets Podcasts and
2: also on Facebook.